Welcome back to Inside of Mine. I'm Tom. And I'm Joe. And this is the Inside of Mine chat show. A quick disclaimer Joe and I are not professionals in the topics we discuss. We talk from a subjective point of view, from our beliefs and our experiences that we've had in life. Secondly, we absolutely love doing these videos. So whether you're watching it on the podcast or whether you're watching the chat show, please like, subscribe, and even share it with your nan. It helps us massively. Now sit back, relax, and I'm going to put our 10 minute timer on to discuss the important topic of mental health in relation to physical health. Let's go. I'd love to start this with you, Joe, because obviously this is your this is your bread and butter. What's your view as a physical health and related to mental health as a whole? Um, well, just from like personal experiences, I can tell you how happy I feel when I'm exercising versus when I'm not. I think when cool. I've like you, when I've had time away from either being injured through playing rugby and I'm not able to move as much or at all, I my mood is significantly lower. So I rely on it for my happiness probably too much. Um, and just from working with my clients closely, even friends of family, that when they're moving more and they introduce more exercise to their uh, routine is just how much happier and productive they feel. Their relationships are better, more fruitful. They feel sort of happier. I mean, the happy hormone, I mean, the serotonin's flowing and, and um, it, it can only be a good thing. Sleep better, eat better, your work productivity is better. You're sort of happier and very better to be around as well. I know I am. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, sure, I'm the yeah, same. Mate, preach it, preach it. I'm the same. One important question that, you know, I just thought of and I thought it was a great question is if it's so important and it makes you feel so good, why do people never prioritize it? Well, the majority of people, why don't they prioritize physical fitness? It's a really good question. I think the the misconception around physical physical fitness is that people think it's going to be really, really difficult. And by all, by all accounts, a lot of it can be and be able to push yourself into those realms can be, but that's quite a small group. People think that by becoming physically active you need to be running marathons and going to the gym and doing a 60 minute like hit class it's not it's actually just going out and walking which i know that you and i've discussed many many times on when i was a guest with you on the pod and i know that you're big on your walking i mean it's less so when it's like this outside but yeah just by moving actually increases that endorphin level and and, and makes you happier and you know if, if it's burning calories by all means and losing weight fantastic but just by moving and to answer your question, the misconception around being physically fit is that people think it's so much harder than it is. And the the mental block people have is just by starting. Mm. Once they start, they realize, actually, this is quite fun. And I can make it my journey, not what I see on TV and what I see on Instagram, whatever. Mm. Um, yeah, in a roundabout way of answering question anyway. Yeah. Do you reckon everyone just, well, I, I've done, I can say this from personal experience as well. Yeah. But I think there's just so many excuses to not go and do it, if that makes sense. So like, oh the weather's bad oh it's a bit dark now but i just think yeah. having the discipline to go to the gym or go for a walk i mean it sounds like such a minor thing but when you're in such a bad headspace these things can be hard to do so for me if it's just switching off my phone and being like you know i'm, I'm going to stop working for it i'm going to go outside i'm going to sort of sit in my own head think about what's going on and have no distractions and just walk i don't think there's ever been a single time i've come back where i felt worse and I try and remember that. And I'm like, cool, it's a bit damp outside. It's a bit rainy. But I, I always force myself to it. That's, that's one of my number one things is yeah. it's not, you know, going for a 5K run. That, that doesn't work for me as much. Literally just going for a quick walk, 30 minutes without my phone, I always come back happier. And that's literally one of my favorite. That was the thing I talked to you about on our first episode of the podcast. Yeah. Which you sort of related to on my Instagram story. 
which kind mm. of led us to this point and now we're somehow here but yeah that, <laughs> yeah that was kind of the point which started it and that was something that resonated with you as well wasn't it yeah i think it is it's, it's twofold for me i think finding what works best for you is huge as well because what works best for you and your walking wouldn't necessarily work work for someone who wants to do tiddlywinks in the back garden i feel like it's you have to find something that works for you and if you decide to, decide to go for a run and you hate running don't run it's as simple as that you can't force people to do things they want to do that's why there are a thousand and one clubs out there and a thousand and one exercises to be doing either from home the comfort of your own home if you don't feel comfortable going to a gym and a lot of people don't by the way a lot of my clients don't which is why they use me um and remember why you did it your reason why so like i take it to all my clients when they're having a really down day and they don't want to be doing it remember why you started um, and that often gives people the motivation to go, actually, you know what, I, I do want to lose a stone by the wedding next year. I do want to, having those goals in mind and the reasons why you started doing it actually motivates a lot of people as well and gets them back off the, off the sofa and getting them motivated to doing it in the first place, which is it's, it's tricky. And there are a lot of roadblocks and people do make excuses, which is completely normal. I do. Sometimes I can't bother to do it, but then I remember why I'm doing it and how good I feel afterwards. Mm. And it's just that starting point that can get people a bit, a bit stuck. What sort of like the common misconceptions which people get when that when they go to gym? Because you you said them, if you don't feel comfortable going, that's why people use yourself because you make them you know feel more positive. Do you yeah. do you come across a lot of people that main reason for them to for, to not go to the gym is they just don't want people to see them working out? Yeah, I'd say nine times out of ten, it's people who have a misconception that a gym is this chest-beating, testosterone-filled environment, and by all means they can be, but that's quite a, that's quite a niche group of gyms. Gyms are actually a very supportive group of people for the most part, and obviously, obviously you do get the people who aren't, and that's, you get that in all walks of life and every environment you're in. But gyms are very intimidating. They're full of um, men and women who either do know what they're doing or look like they do. Not everyone does. And for a novice to walk in there who's completely unaware of what's going on and has no idea how any of this stuff is, it's, it's, it's scary. So I think the misconception is that people aren't going to be able to help you. And um, gyms can be a very scary place for people. So what I would say is go with someone that you know who maybe knows a bit more about the gym. And if you don't, mm. ask for help. And that sounds really stupid because people aren't very good at asking for help. But the personal trainers that are on the gym floor there are there for a reason. Just go and ask questions. And they'll be more than happy to help you from someone who worked in the gym for three years is when a member came up to me and said how does this work i was so happy because you spend a lot of time just sort of wiping machines down and having conversations with yourself because it's it's quite a sort of mundane job for the most part when you aren't actually physically training people so my advice to anyone being out there right now when you are new to a gym find someone you can go with who might know a bit more than you do and that sort of it's security in numbers and ask questions um and if you can reach out to someone like myself who knows a bit more about it and who can help you with a few things um do that as well um, there's a few tips there that I'll probably suggest. Yeah, I love that. I know also um, when Joe and I were talking about this off camera before, we came across some crazy facts. And I know there was one that you wanted to share and I was going to share one which sort of stuck out to me. Yeah. What What was yeah. that fact for everyone listening at home? It's mental. Uh, from memory, it was I think it was 50% of young people between 12 and 21 aren't active on, in, in day to day. They're sedentary. Yeah. So that was like... I know that the obesity levels and, and, and activity in young people is really, really low, but I had no idea it was that like half of people between 12 and 21 aren't physically active on a daily basis, which is... Why do, you, why do you reckon that is? Like mobile phones? Do you reckon it's... Well, to be fair, the majority of people are hungover when they're uh, between <laughs> 18 to 21 at uni. But do you reckon that's like sedentary lifestyle? Because a lot of stuff is just mm -hmm. online now. A lot of stuff's easy to access online. 
mm. uh, whether that's work, whether that's uni stuff, and people are just not moving as much. Do you reckon that's the reason? I think I think so. I, I, it's hard to say because a lot of it's it's obviously harder to reach out for sport once you finish school. So once if you leave school at 16, 18 or whatever it might be, once you finish education, you ha- you then have to go and find sport and usually it involves cost. You have to pay to be a member of a club or something. Um, and obviously it's the added extra bit of having, oh, I've, got to go, I've got to go out for a run. And obviously you go to university, you fall at the rhythm of doing it. So if you do go to university, obviously your priorities change. You, your priorities do change. I mean, you'll know um, college, university, it's it's more about sort of the, the drinking and the social atmosphere, unless you're lucky enough to be involved within a sports club, but that's a few people. So mm. I think it's part and parcel of maybe once you, I think it's more in girls. I think when girls reach a certain age, it becomes less cool and you become more you care more about people looking at you or you know um, hormones and you know girls that stop swimming because of being on their periods and stuff it's very difficult place it's really really difficult so girls between that age group certainly do struggle and Mm. female participation is so so low um and that needs to be looked at i mean it's it's between 12 and 21 so it doesn't give me an eight, a male female thing but i know the female participation is so so low so um part of your comment definitely is spot on when it comes to social media and being on their phones and socially there's huge pressures on kids at that age so hmm. um to look a yeah. certain way and stuff as well yeah for sure, for sure. yeah my i'm wary of time we've got a minute left on the clock but my uh my fun fact was just by standing up you burn double the amount of calories than sitting down which is uh, pretty counterintuitive, assuming we're sitting down filming oh, this no. podcast <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah. and drinking a Diet Coke. But hey, li- listen to us. That's the main thing. Yeah. But yeah. no, well, that, that comes to a point of just like standing desks and all these new things that, well, not new, but these things that come out are really important. And if you can just, if you feel like you can't exercise and if you do want to burn off some calories, you're a bit worried about, you know, stomach fat. Everyone is little things like that there's so many little things which you can do which actually just make a massive difference like literally going for a quick walk standing desk whatever it is it's crazy yeah spot on can i just kind of chip in and say one more thing before we we dip off mm-hmm. is yeah, of if you are if you are at home working from home invest in a good desk and if you are in between calls going out for a walk makes a huge difference because that standing part makes a big big difference like you said perfect my man 10 minutes Bang on. awesome i hope this was helpful for you guys listening at home as we said at the start, these are going to be short, sharp, you know, a bit lighthearted. Hopefully we can put enough information in there to help you. It's been very enjoyable. This is our second episode now of the Inside of Mind chat show. We can't wait to get on to the next ones. You guys are giving us loads of questions to look at. So we're going to get on that. We're going to do as many as we can and learn as much as we can as possible to help you guys. But that's it from me. That's it from me as well. Appreciate this it, is the Inside of Mind chat show. Woo-hoo.